Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Major League Baseball sat down again yesterday. And whether you think they're serious about getting things done yet, I I can't say that they're at that point yet. I'm of the firm belief that the owners in general. Now, let let me say that again. I think the owners, especially looking out for the smaller guys, are willing to eat some of the front-end games so that way people will be part of all of the games towards the end of the season. So imagine if you're one of these mid-market teams and everybody's excited. Uh, Opening day, sold out. Beer sales galore. People are hanging out. They even stay through the first series. By series four, like (laughs) I've got too many parcels of popcorn, sir. There's not enough people here. There's not enough people here to sell all this stuff to. So you would want to catch them on the end, and that's why you hear the the talk of the 14-game playoffs where people are like, well, what's the point of 162 games? I'm like, well, I'm trying to tell you. Some owners are like, what a, what's the point of like the first 40? That's how some of them are thinking. They're losing so much money. And so you can't say, well, you know, find an owner that cares about baseball and sell the team. It's like, it still doesn't change the fact of people coming to the games. You know, because you can't have it both ways. You can't say spend money on players and be like, they make too much money. Like, you can't have it both ways. So, here's three things they came to accords. One is the pitch clock. Now, anybody who's played baseball at a high level will tell you, like, how do you kind of get around things? You know, like, you used to be able to hold your foot outside of the uh, the uh, the fair the foul line to keep a man at first, so that way you can get closer down, so you can get the pitcher to throw the ball closer to the bag, slap the tag down easy. Just a little inside baseball. No, no pun intended. But the pitch clock, I think, is supposed to be 14 seconds. And if a runner's on first, it's 19 seconds. And my question would be, if at second ninth, at second 18, if he just randomly throws to first, does it reset the pitch clock? You know what I mean, Justin? Like, like, all right, he's got two seconds to deliver. He's got a man on first. I just real quick soft toss over to first, reset the clock. Like, is there a penalty for that? that that's something you need to know because that's going to be one of the first things that are broken through. The next thing, and I'm trying to, and, and here's the thing with pitch clock, I'll say this. If there's going to be a pitch clock, then there needs to be a batter's box clock too, right? So, like, if the pitcher's ready in 14 seconds, but the batter isn't, is the pitcher is the pitcher penalized? Like, what is, how does that work for the batter? You know, because, my goodness, you're talking about, like, guys who are up there with a full armor knight of, of metal on them. My goodness, like, batting glove, batting glove, shoe, shoe. It used to just be, like, kick the dirt out of your shoes so you could reset your feet in the box. Now it's like a whole production. I don't think – my thing is, I hear people say the length of the game is the problem, but when I first started playing wiffle ball in third grade, the rule was – we're going to play three innings, uh, or we're going to play for 60 minutes. Well, if you do the math, three times three is nine, so it's always been a three-hour game for the most part, give or take. 
So I've never been the one who's like, hey, the game is too long. The game is what it is. Now, what I think problems exist in the game is there are no more 20-game winners. You've got too many specialists. You've got more people coming to the mound, leaving the mound, going back to the mound. It, it Just the construct of the game in terms of like over-specialization versus making a guy sweat it out. Like they tried to make it where like now you bring a relief pitcher in, they just can't pitch the one guy and take him out. Okay, that that's advancement, but psh, I, I like to see like a six inning minimum. <laughs> like, you know, like a two drink minimum when you go on six inning minimum. You're a starter. You're going six innings or a hundred pitches, whichever comes first. You got to do both. Maybe that's something you consider. Well, we're not going to do that. That's going to affect people's arms. So what? We need twenty game winners back. The next part, and I get it. At first, I was like, "What's the deal about a bigger base?" But then when you start hearing who cries about it, you're like, okay. Because let's just face it. Pitchers moves to first. They don't even have one. Like John Lester's. <laughs> John Lester had like the worst move to first because that was indicative of nobody stealing bases. So nobody's really being coached on how to have an effective throw over to first to keep a runner close because the runner's not going anywhere. So you make the bases bigger, you might encourage more stolen bases. Now, <laughs> I don't like the big gulp size. I don't like... I'm just trying to fathom how you make bases bigger um, with that post still being in the same spot. Like, you know, like that 90, where you get to 90 feet and the post is in the ground. Like, how do you make that base bigger? And what does that really do? It helps steal some bases. Okay, I get it. But my favorite is a ban on the shift. Thank you, Jesus. Here's why. Last hour, I was talking about how social media has people feeling like, well, what about isms and stuff like that and everything. So if, if I hear Joey Gallo joke about it a lot, but if, if, if the entire infield is all shifted to the right, where your third baseman is standing behind second for the most part, three other, you got five guys in the outfield, and you're going to tell some guy, well, you should just bunt it. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but the fatter part of the bat is out that way. So if I'm up there to hit the ball, I'm not there to bunt the ball. And if I'm there to bunt the ball, no. No. Field your position. I've always said it like, I, I don't know. Justin, when you go to ball games, do you still score games? Uh, like, me like, and my buddy do it often, actually. We, see, we still love baseball, breed. so we do it. Yes, right. So the whole idea is... There's a reason why a guy has the number five associated with him, because he's over at third. There's a reason why a guy who has a number three to him, right? Now, when it comes to shifting outfields, that's always been part of the game because if you've got a le- ball comes off the bat different from off of a lefty than it does a righty, depending on who's standing in the box and so forth and everything, and angles. So, you know, if you have a big shift in the outfield, well, then that's advantageous to the batter, right? Like, hey, you hit it down the line, someone's got to run over down to the left field line to go get it. That's that. That's okay. But if the third baseman is over by second, like how do you, how does the five, how does a five play to the left of the four? I, I don't, I've never gotten that. And so by banning the shift, baseball is saying, look, we need to make this game move. If there's a base hit up the middle, go find yourself an Ozzie Smith. You know, <laughs> water your dirt down some more. If that's what you need to do. But my goodness, where you're starting to put guys five deep in the outfield, that's ridiculous. That's not the game of baseball. That's that's the game of analytics. Now, 
I think what's going to have to happen is you're going to have to start seeing these teams that heavily depend on analytics start to really fall by the wayside, like Oakland A's. Because these are the ones, Tampa, these are the ones that are setting the pace for spend no money and hope for the best results. Miami's another case. Like, my good, you're paying nothing, but you're just, we're just going to make this, this guy, this guy does great when the weather is between 48 and 49 degrees, hitting left-handed with a sunny breeze coming from the right side, and he's had two bagels for his breakfast. Put him in. Like, are you kidding? You know, there's so much psychosomatic stuff that goes into baseball that has nothing to do with numbers. Like, I've always said, like, have you factored in, like, who was hitting before them and who was hitting behind them? What time of day was it? Did you see, you know, was he arguing with his wife in the tunnel before the game? All those things matter more so than numbers. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.